Hello, and welcome back to an episode of God's Children Podcast, where we talk about God and subjects. Hi. So that's going to be my intro for now. It's a work in progress. You know, we're getting there, but that's how it is. Um, How are you? Are you good? Are you great? No, you're not? Okay, it's okay, because I'm not too. Well, I'm actually, I'm doing okay. I'm doing, no, I'm actually doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing a, a solid 7.5. That's above average. Pretty good. Um, uh, I ended up canceling my therapy. I'm not doing therapy anymore. Or did I tell you guys I started therapy? And then I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. I canceled my whole thing today. Because pretty much, like, my therapist was not giving me, like... She was good. She was nice. She was also a Christian. But it, it was not doing for me what I wanted it to do. And the insight that I thought I would get from therapy was not to the level that I thought it was going to be. And it was really disappointing. So I just canceled my thing. Also, I had an appointment with my therapist today and she didn't show up. And I was like, what the heck? And she canceled, before that, she canceled two appointments because she couldn't make it. I'm assuming because she was sick because um, I'm assuming she took the vaccine. She was sick. So I don't judge her for that. But it's like, it's kind of frustrating (laughs) and today so then I rescheduled right and it was supposed to be for today at 12 30 and um she just didn't show up and so I was like okay whatever I'm just gonna I wasn't even gonna tell her anything if we had the meeting I was literally just gonna tell her that um therapy it's been good but I'm I don't think I need it anymore so I yeah so I ended up just like messaging her and telling her that and she didn't reply after a couple minutes or a couple hours, or no more, a couple minutes, so I was like, okay, I'm not gonna wait, so I ended up just canceling my whole thing, deleting the app that I was on, and I don't know if she's gonna read it, I don't know if she's gonna message me back, I don't know, but it was just my first time ever doing therapy, it was not a great experience, it was very disappointing, maybe because it was on better help, we all know the controversy with BetterHelp. If you don't know, basically BetterHelp is this like therapy app with actual licensed psychologists, my ad. But it's just uh, like my personal experience. I've just noticed that my therapist was just not that great. And also it just seemed like she was kind of insecure. Like every time she would give me advice, she would ask me, so is that okay? Like, do you feel like that helps you? It's like, bro, aren't you like aren't you a professional you should know how to help me i've told you what i need help in and i've been open to you about certain okay i don't know why i'm talking about this this is not the topic of the video but all that all that to say is better help lives up to its reputation that is bad it's not great anyways whatever then okay let's get on with the subject Today we're going to be talking about woman liberation and why it's flawed. I have many opinions. I'm going to be honest because I don't care about nobody's feelings. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. And um, um, it's going to be more like of a conversation and less of a essay kind of video. I'm going to try to make more podcast episodes like that because I think they're more enjoyable for me and they're more enjoyable for people to listen. Um... I do have some bullet points so yeah let's just get into it 
So to my recollection, um, women liberation kind of has a huge connection with feminism. I believe it's because for a really long time, women were oppressed, period. Don't even argue with me about that. I think everyone would anonymously agree that women were oppressed and were actually seen as inhumane. So I think the first wave of um, feminism, I don't know the terms, please, so don't come for me if I don't say the right terms, but the first wave of feminism was actually needed because it made it so that women were seen as human beings. They were able to get jobs and they were able to branch out into less domestic, you know, just having kids, taking care of the kids, making your husband a sandwich, things like that. I think to a certain extent that was good. I mean, at the time it was needed. And I think still now that is good for women to branch out to not just be the typical domestic woman. I don't want to be the typical domestic woman, but I'll get into that later. So I think woman liberation was extremely connected with feminism. And as that, I guess, idea kind of progressed, it kind of got worse in my opinion. I think when feminism first occurred, it was needed. Like women had the right to vote, things like that, you know. And that was that was needed. But then as things progressed, it just kind of got more and more bad and ridiculous. So I think the number one um, trope that is associated with third wave feminism, that's what I think it's called, is like the hate all men type of rhetoric. And I know a lot of people say like, when people say, when women say all men are trash, they don't actually mean that all men are trash. It's like saying all cops are pigs. Like, not all cops are pig, but you know what I mean. But still, some women actually think that all men are trash. That's not true. And I find that now feminism is a lot of, like, hating men, which I know it's not the case for all feminists. Please, don't get my words twisted. But I do find that feminism is a lot of hating men. It's a lot of promoting femini- femininity in men, which I will get into later because that is attached to feminism. It's about uplifting women. You know, women are superior. Women are better than men. And I know not not all feminists think this way, but it is um, widely associated with women liberation. It's almost like you're you're making yourself an idol. Like women are better. Women are greater. And that's the whole, that's my whole thing with like everything in general. Like same thing with race and gender and sexuality and things of the sort i have a whole theory about this like when you start to make one single part of you who you are your whole identity and you when you start to make that like when you start to promote that on the pedestal and you when you make that like your whole core identity it's dangerous because we're not just like me i'm not just a woman and i'm not just black and i'm not just like a person that deals with same-sex attraction i'm so much more than that so i think when we start to like put women on this pedestal and we start to say that we're better than men which i know it's not this this the same rhetoric for everyone but it's essentially like kind of what it's being promoted in media and everything i don't think i think that's dangerous and i'm not saying that's a necessarily bad thing i see how it is important but it leads to so many more issues that I will touch right now. So let's talk about sexuality and sexual liberation. I feel like sexual liberation is extremely um, 
like a knitted oh my gosh how do i say this i feel like sexual liberation is extremely tied to women liberation because one thing that fem i feel like the feminist movement has done okay i'm not super super educated okay i'm just saying what i think i know but i believe that one thing that the feminist movement has done with one of the most like pitiful moment in times was the pill you know now women um and like the detached from the domestic lifestyle and being more of like a um like working job you know you know she was able to like get out get her money period plus the pill it made it so that women can now have unprotected sex and be more liberal in their sexuality but that also promoted promiscuity and lust and I know that some people believe that that is okay. And to an extent, hey, I'm not here to judge. You know, some people believe that women can show their bodies and their sexual aura in whatever way they may please because it is also considered as art. And I understand that. But I don't always think that that's right or that is um, good, especially considering what the word says in the Bible and me being a Christian. Like, no duh. I find that woman liberation is strongly tied to sex hypersexuality and promiscuity. And I think that's extremely deceiving because now although although um women are saying that they're not sexual objects, that they are not things to be played with or being um like um things to be objectified with, they're promoting their sexual like being like they're lustful they're lust and everything and pictures and just the way that you carry themselves and okay please don't hate me like i don't if you do that stuff that is your decision and you are allowed to do that we all have free will okay but i'm just here to express my opinions and in saying that i don't think that's particularly right and i don't think that's really liberation i think that's actually a trap when you say that women are truly and only liberated if they are to take off their clothes and be promiscuitive and be sexual and all this not a third i think that's a trap you're saying that women are considered liberated or even sometimes beautiful when they are being more sexual and that's not true and i know that the feminist movement is not solely that but when you look at the media and just tiktok instagram celebrities you don't see a famous celebrity's you don't see a modest famous celebrity you don't see that but no instead you see wap you see cardi b you see megan the stallion and you see aaron grande and you see x y and z you see how these women are so hypersexual and people are celebrating that people are saying how that's so good and that's awesome and that's great but i personally think that's a trap you're telling women that you are you can only be deemed of praise and admiration when they take off their clothes off and i personally i am a te- i have a testimony about that my dear friends like when i post a picture of my face of just my regular face yeah i get a couple cute comments a couple you know oh my gosh who is this queen like i get those but this one time i posted this pretty revealing picture of my body back before i was before i was saved and that picture got way more attention than a simple picture of my face. All that to say that we are telling women that you're not just your body. 
You're so much more than that. You're not an object. But at the end of the day, we are praising them for taking more clothes off, for being more skimpy, for being more promiscuous, for being more lustful. How is that productive in any sort of way? I think that's a trap. I think that's actually setting us back. And it's literally hypocritical. Because you are, we are, as women, we are complaining um, of being objectified, of, of being sexualized, and yet we do the same to ourselves. How is that good? How is that liberating? It's not. And I find it extremely concerning for our younger generation. Before, even me, like as an example, like as young as I was like 10 or 9, I thought that to be considered beautiful, I had to show skin. I had to do all these things, do all these actions to be considered pretty. And I know damn well that girls nowadays feel that pressure, maybe even more. Like, if you go down the list, down the age, girls as young as 13, 12, 10, 11, 9, 8 are already losing their virginity, already doing these things that they're not even supposed to do. You're supposed to be kids. But yet, yet we have this lib, like this, this idea of a woman that's being pushed on us by society and the media and this world. And I know I sound probably crazy to some of y'all, but like actually think about it for a second. Because I know that the feminist movement is not all that. I know the feminist movement does also claim to support women that are modest, women that choose to wait for marriage, women that, um, yeah, that aren't technically what is most promoted that's what the feminist some women at least claim that the feminist movement is for all women all women but that's not that's such a cap that's such a cap because when a woman chooses to wait until marriage when a woman chooses to be modest you don't even see her being put like or being acknowledged at all as a feminist no people say that she's convinced she's domestic or she's a what is it a pygmy Like, bro, I see how the feminist movement, which from the beginning, the beginning, beginning, I see that it was a good thing, but now it's being completely distorted as something that was never, it was never even meant to be. Now it's not really equality with men, but it's like superiority, like we are superior. And I see how, you know, um, hypersexuality is more prominent in feminism and not modesty. Women who choose to be pro-life are not even, like, you don't even have one chance of speaking amongst other women if you are a feminist or in that realm. You don't have a voice. So I think it's very hypocritical and it's just not fair. It's actually not very liberal or accepting, really. If if you're saying that to be a woman, you have to have these criterias that are deemed to be okay by society, and if you're not this if you don't think like this if you don't act like this then you are actually not a liberal woman and we don't accept you like how is that okay at all i personally think that this whole like this is what i'm going to be focusing on sexual liberation and stuff like that i think it's just perversion and just lust it's perversion of sexuality and sex and what it was designed to be by god um People might disagree with me, but we see the effects of this constantly. Like, you don't think, like, yeah, men are disgusting and they're pigs, and they can take advantage of women, and it's gross and it should not be allowed. But you don't think their high sexuality from women is feeding into that? Like, let's be honest. 
it goes both sides. Not saying that a woman asks for it. Never, I'm never saying that. If a guy assaults or rapes you, they should be in jail, and that is disgusting. Men should exercise self-control, but so should women, and I've said this multiple times. Women should also exercise self-control, and that's in their actions, and what they do, and what they say, and same thing for men. If you really want to talk about equality, I don't believe that things such as rape and assault and um uh things of the sort things like that will cease if we keep on promoting this perverse lustful hypersexual war like perception of ourselves and same thing goes for men i don't think that's productive i don't think that's liberation i think that's a trap and i think that's setting us up to and for destruction and for evil and for wickedness it's not good at all when you put your body on a pedestal when you put that as like the number one prize as like what is most pretty and important and valuable about you even though it might not and i refuse to believe that anyone's body is more important than who they are as a person but a lot of times when you portray your body on a pedestal when is that's all you post when that's all you show then you are minimizing yourself just to that which will therefore make people objectify you like i don't know how else to explain it how do you think freaking pardon me for being a little yeah but how do you think like people from only fans or porn stars make their money they don't talk about their personality they don't talk about all these things no they show what they can do their body and that's it it's very perverse it's very lustful and when women are out here doing the same not explicitly to that extent but even a little bit like you're gonna get objectified you're gonna be seen as an object you're gonna be seen as this product that people can use and i don't like that i don't like to say that i hate that that's the reality that we live in but it's the truth and how do we fight this how do we fight this in my opinion i believe that hey like don't show your body because it's literally not that important your body is not that important we grow old we wrinkle we will die this flesh means nothing you matter so much more than that you are a complex human being and you are uniquely designed by god like you are so amazing and beautiful you don't need to show off your body to know for people to see that but no woman liberation says ah no in fact, we're going to take off more skin because we are not your toys and we don't want to be objectified and we don't want to be sexualized. So therefore, we will sexualize ourselves. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, I'm done talking about that for now. Okay, um, I usually always put a little bit of me in all of these episodes. So let's talk about me for a little bit. Y'all already know because I already talked about this in my cancel porn video and a couple other videos but i was sexually abused i was sexually um i was molested when i was five and then i was assaulted when i was 13 this guy tried to touch my boobs i'm not gonna say the other word because it's freaking weird and then i was abused for several months when i was 15 until i was 16 in my mid 15 until i was 16 by an older guy and all of these people were older men some of them that i trusted too i found that like for some reason i felt like 
in me being more sexual and the fact that this was also encouraged in society and in the media for me it looked like okay in me doing this i'm retaking my power i'm becoming like this woman that i was always meant to be but for me it it always felt odd it always felt strange and uncomfortable and it never benefited me in any sort of way like i seeked meaningful relationships i i wanted someone to just like hold me you know and to make me feel valued and i would post my bodies in this really lust these really like lustful pictures and then i would get dms from guys right i would get that attention that i yearned but it was always negative attention it was always like oh you're hot let's hook up or oh let's have a thing and it never went anywhere so in me portraying my body and being this very quote-unquote kind of liberal woman that I saw all my friends and society and like influencers and whatever do it just did me more harm because I yearned for that connection that I never really had with men and it ended up just backfiring on me time and time again and now I have trauma and not gonna lie like being promiscuous and bisexual and all that in the third it does give you a lot of attention it does like and it feels good like that's the thing like I don't blame people for going this through this liberal route and all this and embracing it with the whole entire heart because it feels good it feels good to be sexual to do what you want to do to sleep with whoever you want to show your body it does it does give you attention but not all that oh my gosh but not but all that attention is not positive in fact a lot of it is negative and then you know damn well that those boys in your dms do not actually want you for who you are and what you can offer as an intellectual complex person and human being but no but they just want you for what you can do in bed and they just want you for what they just saw in your profile picture which is your body and your skin like when you promote that and when you put that on your pedestal men people are not gonna come to you because they care about you and who you are no they're gonna come because they see the product that you've sold like and i don't i i i feel mean for saying this but it's the honest truth and i hate seeing quote-unquote liberal women saying that just because a woman shows her body doesn't mean she's easy just because a woman shows her body doesn't mean she's all this and that third which i agree you can show your body and be and be, and be a woman with, the, with extremely high standard it does not mean that every single guy that you're gonna get is going to want you because you're extremely and you have a high standard and you have a job and you're put together and you know your worth no it means that a lot of those guys in your dms are gonna want you because of your body and you're gonna have to spend months going through those freaking text messages to find that one who actually wants you for your brains and not what you can do in bed <sighs> sorry for that i kind of went off but it just it just frustrates me so many times so much when i hear women say that now all that to say i don't believe that it's particularly the woman's fault um for being quote-unquote liberated or choose this liberated route that i don't believe is 100 percent good um i do believe that a, a lot of women find comfort in liberation and sexual liberation and any sort of liberation because it feels good and I don't blame them. It's feel good. It feels good to live in your body, to live in your flesh, to go off, to feel like a body yaddy 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 yaddy. I I understand that. I've been there. Didn't fulfill me. Didn't give me any sort of confidence. Actually, I was extremely insecure when I was still doing that stuff. Um, I had a low self worth. I didn't know what I want. And you can know what you want and be confident and still be out here body yaddy yaddy yaddying, 
still does not mean that life will be any easier for you. I'm just going to say that. Um, but, and I also believe that it's a man's fault. I believe that it goes from both ways because the root of the issue is not men versus women or women versus men, but it's lust. The root of the issue here is lust. And I've talked about this many, many times, but we enjoy the intention. We enjoy the looks. We enjoy living in our flesh more than anything. And you know dang well that honoring God and pleasing God is nowhere in sight. Nowhere in sight. And if you look at the Bible even, times where lust were presented, it never had a good outcome. Never had a good outcome. Um, there was a story actually in the, New in the Old Testament. Let me actually check it out because I forgot the name. Yes, in the um, in uh, Genesis chapter 19, there's a story with Lot and his daughters. Basically, his daughters um, ended up sleeping with his, his father. Yeah, that actually happened. Um, disgusting. But that actually happened. And it's one of the many times where lust was um, shown in the Bible and it had negative consequences. Like, like um, once again, when Joseph was like living with the freaking king or whatever, Pharaoh, and his wife tried to get at Joseph. That had negative outcomes because then Joseph was thrown into jail. Like... Time and time again, lust is shown in the Bible to have negative consequences, to never do any good, and yet that's what's most promoted in the world, and it's seen as good. And time and time again, it has negative consequences. What does lust do? Lust drives people to see other human beings as objects, which therefore makes them take advantage of them. It makes them think that they can, you can have possession over someone else. And then it creates things like rape, sexual assault, molestation, and etc., so yeah, that's my issue with woman liberation, in particular sexual woman liberation. It promotes lust, and we know that that does not do any good in any shape or way or form. Then there are also other types of liberation, right? Like I touched upon earlier, there's also the breakthrough from domestic life. You know, back in the old days, women were childbearers and they were taking care of the kids and making the food and cooking up the meals and doing all the domestic work, doing the laundry, gardening, all that cute fun stuff. And now that um, is being broken you know gender roles don't even exist anymore pretty much gender roles are a social construct i have to disagree with that but i'm not even gonna talk about it. i might talk about that a little bit in this episode but um yes the domestic life is definitely not accepted in liberation no you are only truly liberated if you're a hard-working woman and if you're looking out for your career and you don't really want kids although it may be still be an option and you're just go driven i okay i have battled with that multiple times even now as a um christian woman and knowing that my duty as a wife will be to take care of my kids i want kids i love kids so i don't even mind that and to honor my husband as he honors god come on let's not even mm -mm, y'all 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 not ready for that conversation y'all not ready for what a woman is supposed to do and as a wife as a role with husband and wife anyways onto god we're not gonna get into that yes although um feminism accepts all women you don't see many domestic women being called or being really accepted into the feminist group. Um, 
if anything, I find that the opposite is actually accepted into feminism and in women liberation. The opposite of um, what's domestic and conventional is actually accepted when it comes to women. You see now a lot of women actually seek a career and have children um, lesser than ever. Like, I think less and less women are actually having kids. I don't know, actually. I don't know if that's a fact, but I've heard that somewhere. And I believe that more and more women are seeking a professional career, which I personally don't even think that's actually terrible. Um, the world is overpopulated anyways. I don't really think we need more children. But um, all that to say is that statistically proven, women who seek a career um, and don't actually have time or even really focus on having like a family or a husband or kids tend to actually be more lonely and depressed especially when they hit around their 40s to 50s. They find that, at least from, like, statistically, and just stuff that I've heard from, like, actual, like, freaking professionals, I'm not just making this out of thin air, um, women that seek a career and that postpone having children, that don't even want children, near the end of, the, like, their life, not near the end of the life, but in the middle of their life, 40 to 50 years, they actually find it more depressing and sad, and they realize that a career is actually not as fulfilling as they thought it would be. Now, I'm not saying that it's wrong for women to do this. I'm just saying that this is what's being quote quote unquote liberating and that what's honestly being like pushed a lot of the times. And you see that even statistically speaking, that's not true. Like it's not. And I'm not saying being a domestic woman is better. No, being a domestic woman is wait saying domestic woman sounds really harsh but playing a domestic role as in taking care of kids having kids you know serving your husband making food and dinner a lot of that a lot that that is very much frowned upon now in today's society um from what i've seen and i'm not saying that that's like the way to go it's definitely like i know it's not the cup of everyone's cup of tea and i know not every woman woman wants children and is going to have children and that's okay but i'm also saying and i know that that lifestyle is not accessible to everyone and i know that it's hard to have freaking kids to take care of kids like dang bro we got to put respect on our mothers like they did a some of them not so great job but it's a hard job to do but i'm just saying that um statistically proven this like hey go go driven seek a career don't want to take care of no husband da, 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 da. that's actually not as fulfilling as most women would think especially hitting their 40s and 50s it's not as fulfilling but overall all that to say is that i don't believe that woman liberation is truly liberating i think it's actually a trap and some aspects of woman liberation i understand why um it is needed and i do see some aspects of it as good as in like we are human beings and we should not be sexually assaulted we should not be seen as object so um we should not just be put put in this like conventional role as a woman as in like you know taking care making having kids taking care of a husband da, 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 cooking cleaning all that stuff i believe that it is like in a way good to break from those boundaries but i don't think uh we've really been productive in the way that we've tried to promote that message and now going in the opposite completely opposite way of the coin like now we are promoting like hypersexuality etc 
screw having kids when we know statistically that that's not even filling for a lot of people and oh my gosh i forgot to mention this point and i'm sorry this episode is getting really really long i'm trying to shorten my episode lately because i know that not everyone wants to listen for like 50 minutes but i have a lot to say about this topic and also one thing that is also attached to women liberation and also attached to feminism is femininity and how that is also being like linked to like there are normal gender roles gender roles were from the devil and they don't exist and we pretty much just made that up and society made it up i don't believe so i believe that gender roles are always within us in some sort of way even when you have relationships between female and female or male or male there's always a top and a bottom quote like you hear that all the time there's always one that's more dominant and one that's more feminine like that's that's just how it is like gender rules were not made by society that's just naturally how it happens i don't know why that's just how we are as human beings and i find that femininity femininity is like here to break gender rules and especially men how it's more accepting for them to be more feminine and less masculine which i don't completely hate like i don't mind men wearing nail polish or even wearing skirts like i don't really see how that's like ah i know some christians out there are gonna be like "Mm, isn't it like kind of like against like what a godly man is supposed to be bro i'm so sorry but like a guy wearing black nail polish does not make him any less masculine (laughs) sir sir but anyways and also if you want to you know have that argument you could even argue that a lot of men in the bible did wear dresses or long long tunics you know that kind of covered the whole entire body so you're wrong you're wrong about that anyways uh what was i talking about again oh yeah women men being feminine i don't believe that is that it is 100% wrong but I do also think that there's like a certain level like I'm not huge on the whole like breaking gender roles there are no genders I mean um there are no like woman female male or female I believe that there are two genders and that there is a sort of like limit to everything but then again liberation so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop here. I think I've kind of touched on a lot of topics, but um, woman liberation is flawed in many ways. Um, I'm not saying that it's 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 completely wrong. No, I do think it has brought good aspects, and in some way I think it is needed. But I also think in many ways and in most ways it's actually bad, like really bad, and that's in when it comes to sexuality when it comes to a woman's role and when it comes to how she looks like and how she's portrayed in society. All that to say is that you don't need to be hypersexual or to show your body or to have a hard girl summer to be a baddie. Like, who who said that? Who who said that? Megan Thee Stallion told you that. But I'm here to tell you that you are uniquely, wonderfully made in God's image. Oh my gosh, yes, you are. You are. And because of that, you have so much purpose and you have so much worth. You know how much worth you have? God seeks a relationship with you and the devil sees that and he wants to attack you and keep you away from God. He do. The devil is completely against us because you know why? Because we have an option. We have the choice and we have um, the possibility of having a transit, like 
complete connection with God and to be accepted into his kingdom. That's how worthy, I mean, I don't know worthy, but that's how, yeah, that's how much um, purpose and worth we have as women and men. So, like, you don't need to strip down to be a baddie. You don't need to have a hot girl summer to be beautiful. Like, you are beautiful, and that's enough. And also, you are so much more than just your body, and you are so much more than just your sexuality, and you are so much more than just your race and whatever thing you think you're all of, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But okay. I think I'm done now. I think I'm done. Um, you are loved. You are valued so much. And I think that when we promote this quote-unquote liberal like picture of society, it's actually not liberal at all, and it's just setting us for a trap. And we're just minimizing like who we actually are. And I believe that you, we will never, you will never truly understand who you actually are and your worth once you come to Christ, once you realize who he says you are. Because I'm telling you, I was reading my word earlier today, and I was just struck by how gracious and and amazing God is, and how his mercies just overflow for us as human, as humanity in a whole. It's It's crazy, and it's ridiculous. And when you realize that, like, like, nothing can stop you. Like, I can say that, I can tell you, like, I've never been more confident in who I am and also in my body. Like, ever since I've came to Christ, I've never been more confident in myself and my body. Bro, I bought a freaking bikini the other day. I have never been confident enough to wear a bikini. Never. Even before when I was, like, living for the world. And I've always been quote unquote modest, but I've always been modest because I've I've been I've I was insecure of who I'd I look like, and my body and my weight. But not anymore, because Christ says I'm beautifully and wonderfully made in His image. Period. Yeah. So all that to say, woman liberation is flawed. Know your worth in Christ. You matter so much more. There are such a thing as gender rules. There are only two genders. And just because a man is more effeminate does not mean he's less masculine. But but yeah. Okay, I'm done. I'm scared. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to offend a lot of people with this. But I'm, I'm being real. Okay, I'm done. That's it for today. See you guys next episode. Bye.